0: It happens so often in my life that people would say, Nadia, you're always in a good mood. You always get what you want. And I'm always very cautious and said, yes, there's a lot of work that goes behind that. How are we reframing whatever we're getting? Our brains are wired. to
1: welcome to finding your spark again i'm your host Donald riley and today we'll hear from nadia carta who is google's head of industry in the u.s she's responsible for driving sales strategy and business development for data and tech services she holds a master's degree in marketing brand strategy and management and is a certified member of the international coaching federation Nadia is a successful executive coach, motivational speaker, and mentor who is passionate about leadership. She has created a movement, Spark Your Zeal, to radically evolve, our attitudes, invigorate our spirits, and to inspire and show people how to bring the fire back into their life and work, to turn obstacles into the fuel that achieves a richer internal and external bottom line. Today, she's here to talk to us about using your brain and heart to find joy. Welcome, Nadia. Hi,
0: thanks for having (laughs) me. It's such a joy to be with you today.
1: Yes, yes, it really is. I am I am so excited that you're here because your background is quite varied. And being someone who has a very varied background as well, where we've experienced so many different ways that the world can show up, right? That there's a whole other understanding of how it all fits together when you've been in this circle and this circle and this circle and this circle. And you go like, oh, I have an overview that's not being expressed here. So I cannot wait to get into our topic and hear more from you about that.
0: That's amazing. I love that you're starting with this because one of my foundational belief in life is that everything is energy and everything is connected in ways that it's not visible to our eyes and so we are all responsible of what we put out in the universe and to others because these connections then amplify raise or reduce whatever is around us so i really love the way you started thank you
1: Mm, yeah yeah my pleasure i'm really glad uh, that we're we're getting to talk about this brain and heart. I just lit up when I saw that on your materials because uh, you know, there is such an incredible connection and amplification value and power element to coordinating the brain and the heart in different ways. And when we do it around joy, like, wow, right? So tell me a little bit about how you've come to that part of your work. Yeah, that's a very
0: good question. Thanks for asking it. Um, I, I have been at Google for quite some time, 14 years. So I've had the privilege to be part of one of the most progressive corporations. And I came to Google with a background in sales and tech. Not many people know these things about me, but I can code. I'm a big nerd. Uh, I I love tech, especially all that is going on uh, right now with generative AI and all that. And in my life, I've always had these dual soul that I was very brainy. So always the smartest kid in school, always good in my you know, essays and digressions and and just very smart in picking up things, right? But for some reason, and I know you spoke about trauma in one of your episodes as well. So for some reasons, including generational trauma, very difficult upbringing and all that, I, I was shutting down my heart. And I wasn't giving a lot of space to emotions of any sort and then around around my 30, 30 around my 35 36 so five years ago after I had my first child I started in this journey of rediscovery of myself and I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was seeing this Gorgeous, very successful woman, tech executive, making great money, always super well-dressed and all of it. But then inside my heart, I was very dry. I was like, what's going on? And everyone around me would always say, you're amazing. You're such a joyful person to be around and all that. But I wasn't really opening my heart. That I remember, you're going to appreciate this. Uh, and I know you interviewed Julie, that she spoke about this as well. I remember uh, in one of my birthdays, I did a session with a healer. This was before me learning all about healing work and all that. And he looked at me and he said, you are blocked. What's going on? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't get it. Like, I couldn't see it. And then with time I did, you know, a lot of, I opened my heart finally to a lot of, you know, paranormal experiences exploring the spiritual side of things and really making peace and surrendering to our highest self, you know, the way we call it and really finding this space to what I call it kindling my heart and Looking closely and saying, what is this light and this fire that when I don't give space to it is a destroying force? You know, I was dealing with a lot of anger management, especially during COVID, a lot of depression episodes. It was a little bit all over the place. And I said, what would happen if I would find a way to channel this fire that is inside my heart? And rather than being a destroying energy for the people around me, could become that thing that dissolves inertia, so still very strong, but also gives light and shine. And so this is where then heart and brain comes together because I'm still a businesswoman. I'm very good at my job. And all my clients would say that I have eyes on the gold and I land it. But I do that with my huge heart in really aiming to spread this joy around us to help others. So this is where it comes from.
1: <laughs> this is fantastic. This is wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing so openly and honestly about that. You know, I think a lot of people um, can really relate to that thing where everything looks good. Certainly I went through a phase like that early in my career, I everything looked great. I was on a trajectory and I had ticked all the boxes and t- working at the top of my field and sort of like, you couldn't complain, right? Nobody could complain about it. If you, if from outside, you looked at that life, you go like, that's perfect. You got the guy, you got the job, you got the notoriety, like everything is good. Um, but inside that when there is no connection, when they, when you cannot feel the success that you're having, and you cannot allow that to blossom in that heart space, then it becomes this, can often become this really uh, fast race to the next, the next obstacle, right? Then, and we're going to surpass the next obstacle and the next and the next, and we just have to achieve and achieve and achieve and achieve because there isn't anything else that kind of feels good. Uh, but I love that you went straight into like, I'm going to open my heart. I'm going to figure that out. And I know that all of that takes time because I've experienced it and I have clients who've experienced it and all of that. Um, But but one of the key things that I think you, you talked about there in terms of saying, I'm going to open my heart is you talked about energy, and that where you place your energy is where you grow life force. Can we just dive into that a little more?
0: Oh, I I would love, and I I loved this question and when you're going with this, and this is a foundational part of the work that I promote in the world, and it's part of also my leadership value as a woman in corporate. And again a corporate that is very visible, right? And and I could do my job in many different ways. You know, I could just show up and, and, and check the box and close it. But the topic of where our energy goes and, and they say where your attention goes, your energy goes. And I would say and that's what you grow. This is so important because I'm just gonna say around the ballpark, we only have one life in this planet Earth as we know it today. Maybe in the future things will change, but the, the way our bodies are physically, uh, we know that this is where we are. And if we get a hundred years or 80 years, we are a small portion of what is the largest universe, and we have limited time. And there's nothing we can do about it for now. You know, I lost my mom that she was very young, 10 years ago, and I continue to witness in those words, lives that are taken away prematurely. And I continue to see people struggling with illnesses and all sorts of things. And, and we could, our list could continue. But we as individuals at any point, we are faced with a choice and the choice is between following the tides or following the flows of the events that are posed around us from several forces, government, our corporate lives, families, any sort of events, mass media, social media, anything that is around us, or to look ourselves in the mirror and saying I am in charge of the existence that I have on this planet right now. Of course we could open a chapter about what are we healing in this life from previous lives and what are we here to accomplish? I'm, I'm a bit woo-woo as well. I call myself a, a corporate witch, <laughs> but at any moment, <laughs> at any moment, Right. Even if we are, even if we want to take the scientific approach with, you know, all the neuroscience that is out there or the witchy approach or the religious approach, like there's always one certainty, we are in charge of the choice that we can take now. This choice can be influenced by several factors. Uh, this, uh, we're recording is in May, it's the mental health month, everyone struggles and I, I recognize I'm in a position of privilege. I'm white, I, you know, I have a job and, uh, I have all the things that are enabling me at this moment to be able to make this choice with a little bit more, let's say, easiness. And so I want to also recognize that there are some people that every day they need to make choices that are on a more foundational level, including what to put on the table to eat and stuff like that. But the point of where our energy goes is that what we grow is because if we deliberately decide to put that choice into whatever the world around us is feeding us to do. What, is the, what are the news that I'm watching? What, are, what is the content that I am consuming? What are the thoughts that I'm amplifying in my head? That is where eventually the, that energy is going, and that's what I would get back. It happens so often in my life that people would say, Nadia, you're always in a good mood. You always get what you want. And I'm always very cautious and say Yes, there's a lot of work that goes behind that. How are we reframing whatever we're getting? Our brains are wired to think negatively. I was diagnosed just recently with a general anxiety disorder. I tend to have catastrophic thinking, but then what is my intention? When I catch that by being present and mindful and and, uh, in a meditative state, And saying, wait a moment, I have choice. I have the choice to redirect that energy into I don't know, talking to you today, or my podcast, or the sun, or my gratitude practice. We always have choice to redirect our energy into what we want to grow.
1: I love that. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, there was so much in that, that I want to unpack that I'm going to go through it a little bit slowly, even though I have a, a sensation that I'd love to just get on that last piece that you, that you talked about. So uh, the first thing that you, that, that I want to bring forward is this concept that life is precious and, uh, valuing the life that we're living is sometimes it, we, we miss that without even noticing that we're missing it, right? Because every day we get up and we do the same routine. And so it feels like, well, we did 58 of these recently and nothing was different about each one. So uh, I know that um, I read somewhere in your content about the word savoring. And I feel like that's a place where savoring is so important, is in the mundane, Right? Because that's how we create that memory. Because we say, we take something that we do all the time and we add the heart element. And then that's the savoring part. That's the part where we go like, this is cool. I really like this. Isn't it great that the people make the cat food that I have to feed my cats. And isn't it incredible that if you put this into that, the digestive system of a cat works better. And I'm telling you about my morning now. Um, (laughs) But those are the ways in which we, it's very tied into this gratitude practice that you talked about, but it's a step beyond, isn't it?
0: I love, and I have so much appreciation for you bringing this up and, pausing uh, to build on that. I love cats, your cats must be so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter loves cats as well. Uh, someone asked me one time, they said, what has been one of the changes that you did in your life that has the, that has the biggest impact on how you transformed your approach to you know, physical existence? And I know it sounds cliche because nowadays everyone speaks about it. But developing the ability to be truly present completely revolution revolutionized this is the word my life outlook. Mind you, I still get trapped because I'm a tech geek, I live with my phone, there's so much going on in my head. I run at 300,000 miles an hour. I live life with speed. And so that is the opposite of being present. And there's a new moon in Taurus today. And if anyone listening to this is into astrology, they will know that today is about pausing, like this moon is about slowing down and, and taking things right. And I, I, want, I want to share a personal thing that happened to me two days ago that is going to resonate about this concept of being present and really knowing what we're doing and, and looking at our, our, our things that we have while we continue building for the future. Like I'm not one of those that said, oh my God, just be present and content. Now I, I foster, I'm ambitious and I help people in, in truly get, and I have big ambitions myself. But so here's the story two, two nights ago. So my husband is away for travel, so I'm alone with my two girls and every solo parent will resonate that when you are alone with two young children, it's demanding and it can feel depleting and I have a full time job. So two days ago I was feeling miserable. I was feeling so dry. And so I read tarot cards for myself. Uh, I don't sell these services to the world at this point in my life. Maybe I will, I don't know, but it's part of my spiritual practice. And I was laying in my bed and I said, oh my God, I said, I'm going to see what the cards have to say. Maybe they can help me in recenter. And I asked the cards, um, what would I need in my life right now to feel, to feel whole. And I got three cards. One is uh, ace of cup reversed. The other one is a five of Pentacle reversed. And then the other one is the empress. Now, I'm not going to go into the detail of all the, the old interpretation, but when you said about savoring, you really made me think of my empress. So the empress is a card about savoring earthly pleasures. A dish, a meal. Uh, a garment, uh, the hug of a friend, the kiss of a lover, the eyes of our children. Like the Empress is this card that reminds us of the earthly abundance that we have in our life and is encouraging us to go back to pleasure. And so for me, when you said, you know, this thing about savouring and about really knowing what we have, isn't it life about having and building and growing? So we might as well appreciate it. Because, look, I saw death with my own life. My my, my poor mom, rest in peace. She died by, by my bedside. I was actually sleeping with her in her last night. And she was a woman that sadly couldn't appreciate all the things that she had in her life because she was very much wrapped up in a lot of swirl. And so I made a point in my life, and this is how I live, that, yes, I'm going to think about the future, saving for retirement and whatever, but I got to live in the present. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, this is one of my most important life values today.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, I love that you're using the cards. I love to use tools, so cards and pendulums and all sorts of fun tools, because I feel like, um, and and sometimes I think, you know, we kind of miss the boat on that but you did it perfectly. You talked about it perfectly in that these are all ways we can come to know ourselves better. And that's the purpose, right? Is to know myself, is to get some answers that I know are in there, but I can't seem to access at this moment. So how do I raise my awareness within myself of what I want and how I feel and, what Where I'm really at and where I'm really going, and who I really want in my life and in what way, you know? So uh, that is brilliant. and uh, and I love that one of the cards is this uh, representation of how we experience the world. because so many times when we talk about spirituality, We pop right out of the body. We go like, oh yeah, that's for up there somewhere. (laughs) Yup. Right? And we stop talking about this mechanism, this thing that we're in. We are here in it. We are merged with it. We are not just in a body. We are a body as much as we are a spirit at this moment, right? So that when I really got that I could go in, I I spent years trying to get out, (laughs) You know, just like, I know I could feel better if I just didn't think so much about my physical experience, you know, but, uh, when I realized that when you go into the physical experience, you are also attaching yourself to that, that, uh, ability to tap into a spiritual experience. That's a whole different game because then you are, as you said, fully present, your present body mind, and spirit in one space at one time. Amazing things can happen in there. Revelations can come, right? Decisions can come. New inspirations can come and they can be so little that they seem like nothing to other people, but they completely change the trajectory of your life and so i'm i'm just so glad you brought that out for us to to really roll it around and look at it from so many different angles so how people think about speed really is uh the feeling that we get in our brain and our brains are Spectacular, they're amazing. And when they work really well, like yours does, then they just come up with these ideas and they go, 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 go go all the time. And it's beautiful, it's wonderful, but it's excruciating for the body and the spirit, right? So there has to be a little bit of balance. So a lot of times when people talk about speed and presence, they feel like I have to give up speed in order to get presence. But I, I challenge uh, you all who are listening to think really carefully about that and to understand that when your three parts of yourself that I talk about so often coordinating in a way that that is uh, that helps you to go through the world and experience it in a beautiful way, When you get those in balance, you may be slowing down the mind, but you are not slowing down the experience and you are not slowing down the growth and you are not slowing down the ability for you to produce in the world and for you to have an impact on the world. I mean, there are so many things that go so much faster when we just turn the volume down on the brain a little bit, right? Drop into the heart, feel the body, connect to the spirit, and let everybody work together.
0: I am obsessed with the concepts that you are laying out. I, you know, when I was looking, I have a a board here where I keep all my visual things that are important to me, and I couldn't find this quote, but I think I remember it. It's a quote that says, "Follow intense action with." intense restoration, like this concept. And and, and this is, by the way, again, another one of my leadership principle that I always hammer with my team, that is, you gotta be very cautious about what recharges you. And as a leader in a fast pacing company, I am required to operate at extreme pressure. I am required to be able to take decisions in a fast pacing, you know, environment, often on the go. I'm required to be able to take signals, take input, and then, you know, a minute later to switch topics. Like my brain is constantly under pressure and is imperative. And is a requirement of me that I have that ability, not only to understand myself, but to be able to detect early enough what is needed for me to keep my performance. A few years ago, I don't remember who I was talking about this, but I was an individual that would realize too late when I had surpassed the threshold. Uh, Generally speaking, my body is pretty strong. I can handle an amount of work in terms of quantity like working hours and depth that is probably higher than a lot of my peers and and a lot of the people i'm with even my husband sometimes says are you like a human on steroids but then the downside of it was that i would keep going i would be on a plane monday to friday and i would knock out of the ballpark, 200 emails, presentations, client dinners. Like people were like asking me, do you naturally reproduce cocaine? Like, are you on substances? I mean, I'd be like, I would never, you know, like this is how charged I was. And then after my two pregnancies was the first moment three years ago, four years ago now that I had to say, whoa. I'm not a robot. I started to feel tired. I started to feel depleted. I started to feel things that I've never felt in my life. And when I started the journey of healing, I'm like, wait a moment. This is what happens in my body. Like When I feel this, I need to do this. I cannot skip my yoga practice because then I get nervous. I cannot skip my Pilates class Because then, so you know what I mean? Like the waterfall of events that were affecting my physical body were then impacting my spiritual and my performance and my mental health. And it was like crazy. And so I extremely appreciate what you said because speed without, I don't know what's the contrary of speed. Is it pausing? I don't know. Stillness? (laughs) <laughs> but the, the two need to go together because otherwise, it's not sustainable, like it's not durable.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so many uh, people, certainly I did when I was young, and I know so many people who uh, do that. We have healthy, happy bodies when we come into the world, most people. and. Uh, Then we go like, well, I can do this and I can do this and I don't know why they're telling me to slow down and I don't know why they're telling me to have balance because I feel good and I can do all of the things. And then 15 or 20 years later, we go like, oh, maybe I should die now. Like this can't, not even sustainable, but there's no sense of awareness. Like you described, I absolutely have experienced it so many times earlier in my life where I didn't know what tired was. I knew what passed out was, right? I knew what, like, uh, yeah, exactly. What do you mean people go to bed and lay down and close their eyes and then wait? (laughs) Like, that was not a thing. But that was not a thing because all of the energy, the life force that I'd been given in this world was flowing out. And so uh, it was really, I didn't, rest until the body said, like, emergency, emergency, (laughs) we got to shut down for a few hours, you know, Um, and learning that really heightening that awareness of the body that you're talking about. So important. And I love that you're making this connection between high performance and honoring the body, the mind and the spirit. Because, uh, you know, Often we, we, in our society, we, we really only value that mind part. We go like, if I could just keep my mind here and the body, whatever happens to the body, fine, whatever, it's not really that important. Anyway, it's only pleasure. Come on. <laughs> like
0: I, I mean I, that I, you're I, here. <laughs> yes. And I feel that, well, a couple of things. First and foremost, as a parent, I feel... Such a responsibility to make sure that my daughters are growing up in the world with this awareness. I I teach my daughters every day that in their life there are three things every day that they need to make sure they're doing. Number one is sleep. Number two is eat. Number three is drink. And I said once these three things are done, then you can start thinking about uh, play. You can start thinking about other things, but sleep eat and you know they make fun of me now because when they see as it, like mommy sleep eat drink it, it became you know our household kind of mantra and then the second thing that i want to make sure i repeat is that in corporations we have the responsibility to set the tone for whatever we are doing and we're putting out in the world there's too many narratives out there that are still from the 80s or the 90s that you got to work hard. You got to make sure you keep your heads down. So many movies and, you know, Wall Street is here behind, you know, I'm based in New York and there's so much of that work, restlessly so that you can have success. And I made a mission in my life to make sure that no, absolutely No. You can be high performing, you can be an amazing leader, you can be very successful. And like Ariana Huffington says, go to sleep early and everything will be well. So I, I really liked that you went there too, because again, we only have one
1: life. Mm. 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 This is your moment. That's what I like to say. This is your moment. What are you going to do with it?
0: <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. And the, more you know, I, I feel that life and society has never been more ready. I feel that COVID, even if it was terrible, I still cannot believe that what happened happened. But I also feel that really taught us something. We learned that by slowing down, we were still able to get things done. We learned that taking care of ourselves first was what needed to be done and we learned that that there are options and then and so part of my mission in the world which you know i I firmly believe that i'm I'm brought in this time for a reason when i think about what's my purpose what is my highest call like why am i here like part of me is that i feel the responsibility and the duty to speak about these things promote this concept And as you said, raise the awareness that people can connect their brains and their hearts in service of joy and health and wealth, also.
1: Mm, mm, mm. I like how all of those concepts really are in a similar place, right? Gratitude and appreciation and love and perfect health and good wealth, right? We're really like to have enough, to have abundance of health, to have abundance of wealth, to have, you know, enough and more than enough is that same space as where we open our hearts and experience happiness, love, playfulness, levity, you brought up earlier, you know, bringing in that levity into our pressured moments. Joy, joy, what we're reaching for. Yeah.
0: I like it. Someone said that when we look at nature, nature is by definition abundant. When we look at the leaves and the sea and grains of salt, of grains of sand, anything. And our bodies, I feel, are abundant as well. Because if we think about our systems and blood and how we take oxygen and release and recharge... And so when everything is mindful, mindfulnessly connected, eventually we can live, you know, what I call a zealous life and a life that is fulfilling and that is pleasant for people to be around with. Uh, Oftentimes they say, but why do you do what you do? Like, wouldn't it be just easier to go on with your days? And I respond, I have such a, pleasure in observing and seeing other people thriving. And when I see a friend that is having their best of their day, I feel full. i like, that's what it is. If we can all be happy and, and joyful and raising all of our vibrations together, wouldn't society be better? Wouldn't we be avoiding all of the fights? So how can we heal universally? so that we can all be in a better
1: place, like as a system. Yes, indeed. Well, this has been such a wonderful conversation, and I am so glad that we got to spend this time together. I do feel like I could talk to you for about another 16 hours in a row, but (laughs) this is our time. So, uh, thank you so much, Nadia. Can you please tell everybody how do they get in touch with you? How do they get in into your mission and follow along and participate?
0: Ah, uh, thank you for thank you for asking. Well, people can follow me on LinkedIn under Nadia Carta, that's my handle. And if you are in a moment in your life that you could need some zeal and that you're looking to spark that spirit and find also that joy, you can join my movement at Nadiakartacom dash list and there are free resources that you can use and my mission is that you, you are fulfilled and and you do and you join your purpose and we all raise our vibrations all together and so that's why i love joining you today because i feel we are aligned
1: yes indeed we are <laughs> we are indeed Well, I want to also remind everybody that you can go to unbreakable.guide to get your guide to being unbreakable, which is the beginning, right? So even if you don't feel like you're in a space where you're like, well, I don't feel broken, pick up the guide and look at what those tools are that are in the guide and notice where you are in terms of those emotions that you could tweak right? You could bring them to a new level. So that's a great place to start with me as well. I look forward to seeing you all next week. Bye-bye.